As health and wellness providers, we know that better patient outcomes require a whole person, multidisciplinary approach that we just can't provide on our own. That's why I've started the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. I'll be bringing you interviews with experts, tips, tricks, secrets, resources, systems, and solutions so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And creating your wellness center won't feel like starting over. Jane is so much more than just an EMR. It's an all-in-one practice management software that has something to offer for every kind of practitioner. Whether you're just starting your business or you've been practicing for a while. Over the years of using Jane to run my own practice, some features truly make a world of difference for me, the practitioners in my practice, and our clients. Some that stand out would include how easy it is for our clients to book a session using Jane's online booking. It's quick, simple, and completely online. And we all know a complete booking means a full schedule. The other one is that we can customize our charting. Every practitioner charts a little differently. And with Jane, we can create our own templates and fill in charts so much faster than if we were still using paper. It's made the note-taking experience enjoyable and reduced stress around documentation. If you want to learn more about Jane, head to jane.app. From there, you can book a one-on-one demo with a member of their support team to see Jane in action. You can also mention the Wellness Center Creators podcast in your sign-up notes for a one-month grace period, a little gift from the Jane team to you. Welcome back, everyone, to the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. Today on the show, we have Christian Gibson Ford, founder and director of Harmony 360 Counseling. And Harmony 360 was born and raised in Indianapolis, Indiana, where Christian was raised by a single mother of three. After graduating from high school, she attended and graduated from Indiana University, Bloomington, with a bachelor's degree in applied health science with a double major in human development, family studies, and biology and minors in psychology and sociology. With a passion for learning more about children uh, with special health care needs in their families, Christian went on to earn her Master of Social Work from Indiana University in 2011. Christian is currently pursuing her Doctorate of Behavioral Health from Fried Hard- Hardman, and you'll have to correct me if I said that wrong, uh, university with an an expected graduation of 2024. Christian often presents on the management of stress disorders, compassion fatigue and burnout, depression, anxiety, and other issues impacting working adults. She's fully licensed clinical social worker in Indiana, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Nevada. She's been providing coaching and therapeutic services for over 10 years throughout central Indiana and the Raleigh-Durham areas. I don't know if I said that correctly either. Um, You can tell I'm not from around there. (laughs) Uh, She gained significant clinical training and experience from working in a variety of settings, Riley Child Development Center, diagnosing children with special health care needs, home-based programs for families and children, adult drug court, criminal and family court systems, home and in-office therapy, foster care systems, 
public and community mental health care, and integrated primary behavioral health care. She also provides ongoing clinical supervision to ensure that the next level of incoming therapists receive the guidance they need to be excellent in the field. And Christian and I know each other. She does happen to be a client of Wellness Center Creators. And I know behind the scenes, she is working on a multidisciplinary practice, which we will talk about today. So welcome, Christian. It's so great to have you. Thank you so much, Kendall, for having me today. So this is my favorite question to ask everyone on the podcast. What is your why? Why are you doing this? Why did you start a group practice? Tell us everything. Yeah, it sounds crazy, but, you know, one of the the main reasons why I do what I do is I love the idea of integrating various modalities in order to help people to get to a better tomorrow. So the the problem I have seen with so many of my clients is that they go to a doctor and the doctor prescribes some medication, gets seen once or twice, multiple times, and then they might be seen at a specialist for another issue and then another specialist. And then they go to mental health because now all of a sudden they're depressed or something is happening. And the problem that I have seen is that no one is talking to each other. No one's helping their their clients to really figure out what's going on deep down inside. And so everyone's working these separate things. And in reality, our minds, our bodies, our spirits, they're all one. And so my why is to really help educate and to help our clients to, you know, remove a lot of these barriers that they have had over the years and really help them to find a better health and wellness for themselves so that, again, they could get to a better tomorrow, so they could do what they want to do, so that they can live a healthier, more productive life and a happier life. That's beautiful. And, you know, most listeners on this podcast are are doing that, right? That's why we're here. Yeah. That's why we're building these practices and these multidisciplinary teams. And, and it's all to give that different experience to the client and the patient. So what you're doing is beautiful and amazing. And there are realities about ownership of group practices and wellness centers that we should talk about. So absolutely. what is the good, the bad, and the ugly about owning oh. a group practice? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> we can start with, I like to start with the ugly or the bad and then work our way to the good, sure. right? Great. So I like to end on the good note. So, you know, a lot of times when people get into group practice, you know, I never thought, of myself as a, a group practice owner ever um, didn't think it would ever happen. Wasn't one of the things I wanted to do years ago. Here I am. One of the things I've learned is that it's a lot of time, a lot of dedication and there's no praise at the end. There's no one, you know, getting billions of dollars. We're not making billions of dollars. There's none of that. And, and you start small and you build your way up. And I think for a lot of people, we live in this instantaneous 
world where we want everything now, 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 now. I want a group practice with eight team members, 500 clients and be able to have all of that. But no one talks about the financial aspects of it. Like it takes a lot of money and that money that you make on your end. Yes, your your clinicians are getting paid, but you may not for the first few months or years, that money's going back into the business. Mm -hmm. That money is going back into paying potential debt off. If you have debt, it may be going to pay for the office that you're having. I think people have it in their mind that they're going to start making hundreds of thousands of dollars. And in that case, You might as well stay in private practice. Stay in solo practice if that's your goal. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like a lot of that money that clinicians feel like, oh, I'm going to make an extra 80,000 off of another clinician. That doesn't happen. The clinicians are making more money than I am. Yeah. That's just the name of the game. I think it's important to say, right? (laughs) The clinicians are making more than you. And yeah. There are ways out of that and it takes time, right? It takes time. And I think what you're saying is it's not instantaneous. And it's not the really underneath that is this idea that going into group practice or starting a multidisciplinary center, the intention behind that is very important because if you're, if the only reason you start the group practice is because you are full as a therapist and overflowing with clients and you think you can make more money. So you go ahead and hire people as a seemingly next step. Just go ahead and pause right there because if that's the only reason, I don't think either of us would recommend it at this point. Um, right. There's There has to be a larger why a larger intention behind it and a long, long-term vision. Because, yes. you know, we're not saying you can't ever make money and that you won't ever get paid as the owner, but it's it's a lot of work and it's a lot of investment up front, time, energy, money, tears, all the things. So the why is is very, very important and the long-term vision is very important. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you don't have a why, if you don't have a long-term goal, if you don't have the pieces in place, it's just going to fall apart. It's a house of cards. And so you really need to have a lot of things in place in order to make sure that you're building on a stable foundation and that you're not moving too fast or too slow even, right? You want to move at a stable place in a, in a stable space or pace as well. The other thing I've learned is that not everyone is great in management. There are a lot of great clinicians, a lot of amazing clinicians, but not everyone is made to be a leader or a manager. And that's just the simple fact of it all. I have been in supervision for years. I have supervised others for well over six, seven, eight years now. So I know what management takes and I've read and I've learned and I've dealt in the hard parts of it and the good parts about it. 
and it's not easy. And if you're not a good manager, understand your your abilities and things you're good at and understand the things that you may not be so good at. And that's another good, bad, and ugly, right? Like if you're not a good manager, your staff will not follow you. If you're not a good leader, your staff will not understand your why. They have to buy into that. They have to feed into your vision. And it's not easy. If you don't have the proper team and people are leaving left and right, it's leaving you high and dry. And that's a really bad part. And it's not easy to hire clinicians. Their expectations are great. (laughs) I like that word, great. Um, (laughs) Sure. I mean, I think during COVID in particular, a lot of group practice owners had that experience where it just started to get really hard and people were leaving left and right. And it it was hard to be a leader during that time even Absolutely. more so than than other times and i think there are parts of leadership that can certainly be learned and taught and but mm-hmm. the most important part to me is having a passion for coaching and leadership and guidance and yes. and that shift in mindset that we're not necessarily a manager or managing people all the time right it can right. be that and we need we need people in roles of management on our team but as owners, it can be very helpful to shift the mindset to one as a coach and guide of our team. And and I find that transparency is key. And it's huge. It's huge. And just being real and vulnerable with your team and being a real person and um and just sharing sharing things along the way so that your team under does understand, like you were saying, you know, your intention behind things, your reason behind things and making sure to bring them into that the process, which is, you know, a big part of collaboration. And the audience, this audience on the podcast hears me talk about collaboration all the time. You hear me talk about it all the time. And it's, oh, yeah. and oh, it's yeah. something that you are creating in your multidisciplinary practice. Hey. This is Katie from Jane. I know it can be daunting to think about switching to a new practice management software, let alone know where to begin. At Jane, we make it easy for you to get started in a few simple steps. First is importing your data to Jane. With the help of our dedicated imports team, you'll be ready to schedule your free import and upload your files, making for a smooth and stress-free transition. And we know it's likely that you'll have questions as you get started. Our team will always be here to help you. And we've also created a self-led training program for practitioners and admin staff. We call this Jane University, and it's a great way to learn the ins and outs of Jane so you can get started with confidence. If you're curious to learn more, head to jane.app to connect with a member of our team or book your own one-on-one demo to see Jane in action. We'd love to meet you and see how Jane can be part of your story. I'm curious if we can talk a little bit more about that, about what you're building. Yeah. Right now you have a group of mental health counselors and tell tell the audience what you're working on right now, how you're expanding out. Yeah. So currently we have two part-time therapists, two full-time therapists. One is also a clinician or clinical supervisor. We also have uh, three interns, two of them are marriage and family therapists, and one is going for her social work degree. And then we also have an amazing health and wellness coach. 
as well as psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner on our team. So I am super excited about just where our growth is. And all of this literally took place in the last few months of hiring a lot of these clinicians and modalities into our team. My future is to hire and my expectations are in the year 2023 is really to go even bigger. So this is just the start. So I would love a few more clinicians, a few more therapists, but really my main focus is on uh, adding more, call it like CAM therapies or integrative kind of therapies, such as Ayurveda, acupuncturists, uh, massage therapy. I would love a massage therapist, as well as, oh, potentially a nutritionist and so on. So just a variety of different wellness providers that can really help our clients to get to a better place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I'd love if you could share with the audience just some values of your business, right? Because I, I've gotten to know you and what you're building is amazing. And, and you, and you really have a beautiful way of leading your team and, and a, a very intentional vision forward. So I'm curious to just share with the audience the values of your business. And and I think there's some providers out there that might want to join you. Hey, come on board. You know, we value really a collaborative approach. And we've talked about that, right? And so we value a team that wants to work together holistically. So the vision really is to see the team where a client will be able to visit the therapist or see the therapist and then the therapist will refer out and do a warm handoff to the psychiatric nurse practitioner who will provide medication management or potentially even look at their medications and see if they need certain medications, right? And then that team will then work together and maybe add in you know, a nutritionist or the health and wellness coach and really tag team on making sure the client is getting what they need in all these different areas. And I feel like that's super important. Even in my capstone, I'm really working on comorbidities. And you see that a lot with our clients. So people will have for example, diabetes, and then they will have depression, which actually coincide almost hand in hand, typically. And so you have a client, you're like, why can't I get them to eat right? Or how can I get them to work out and lose weight? Well, have we thought about the depression part that they're undergoing and that they're dealing with? And let's get down to, to you know, why they're not working out. Maybe it's because they don't see an out on this. Maybe someone passed away. Maybe where they live is just not safe and they can't get out and walk. But no one has thought about these things. And that's why, you know, I value this cohesion because it's so essential. You know, the other day, and, and I talk about this a lot with my clients, is it's so funny. I went to the doctor. And the doctor was like, 
you've been low on potassium. And I was like, all right, I'm low on potassium. So the first thing that came to their mind, and I, I keep it right here by me, but they prescribed me this bottle of potassium. These pills are horse pills. <laughs> like they are huge. And my first thought is, why? Why are you sending me, you know, straight to take another pill? Why not talk about, let's add something into your diet? Yeah. Right. Is there a banana that you can eat? <laughs> Do what you is have any bananas? <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me eat bananas. How about that? Is that enough? You know, maybe not eat something else, but why do I have to take a horse pill? And let's be honest, I like most of my clients don't like taking pills. So why would I take something that is as big as my thumb? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just a prime example. It's a prime example of, of Western medicine versus <laughs> Eastern medicine and different approaches, alternative approaches and holistic care, functional care versus you know, emergency care, which Western medicine is, has done beautifully, right? They, yes, we are very set absolutely. up for emergency care. We are not set up very well for preventative care. And mm -hmm. it's, it's why my clinic exists. It's why your clinic exists. And it's, and it's why I started Wellness Center Creators, because this type of medicine is vital to yes. our society, right now. It is. And we need more of this in communities everywhere. And um, what you're building is amazing. What you've already built is amazing. And if providers would like to come work for you, or if clients <laughs> would like to come to your business, how can they find you? Yeah, they can go to our website at Harmony360, so Harmony360counseling.com or they can always email me at harmony360counseling at gmail.com. Those are the two easiest ways to reach me. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here, Christian. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Kendall. And it has been a pleasure working with you, by the way. So thank you. <laughs> likewise, likewise. All right. We'll talk soon. All right. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please visit our website at wellnesscentercreators.com for more show notes and additional episodes. By the way, I love hearing from listeners. Please send me an email at Kendall, K-E-N-D-A-L-L, -L, at wellnesscentercreators.com with your feedback. And if you send me a question, maybe I'll read it on the show anonymously, of course. Thanks so much again for listening and we'll catch you next time on the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. Podcast.